Hello and welcome. Today we are talking about friendships and relationships, healthy relationships. We love love here at Visionistas. We love talking about healthy relationships and we are continuing in our little healthy relationship series by discussing how to be your own best friend. How to be your own best friend and why that's important and what that means. And stay tuned. Welcome to the podcast, Empowered by Design. I am your host, Dr. Liz, a hopeful romantic, mom of two beautiful souls, and partner to the love of my life. As an empowerment psychologist, I love helping people heal, grow, and shine. I am a love and relationship specialist and owner of Visionistas by Design Wellness Boutique, where we lead with love and empower you to fly. This podcast highlights the power of connection with inspiring conversations and calls for social justice advocacy to use our power for good. Aligning our energy, body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit to manifest our dreams in life, love, and biz with intentional vision. Share the love, spread the power, dream, design, deliver. Hello and welcome. This is podcast episode 134 of the Empowered by Design podcast. I am so excited to be with you today. We have lots to talk about, a little catching up to do. This is the first um, episode after I have moved to every other week. We'll talk a little bit about that, but it means we have a little bit more catching up to do than when we were chatting every week. But today, before we get into our main topic, which is being your own best friend, we're going to talk about what, what happens when you hear that statement, when you hear that title, when you read that title, what comes to mind, what is your reaction, and we're going to talk all about friendships and relationships and why it's important to be your own best friend, at least one of them, right? Of course you have more than one, and you have to be one of your best friends. And, and just as I say that out loud, I imagine that there are reasons already floating into your mind of why that is really healthy for you, for all of us, to make an intentional effort to be your own best friend. Oh, look at that. My little phone sounded. Usually I have that silenced. Let's turn you off, little girl. And before we get started, of course, we are going to start with snacks and apps. And it's Fall. So fall snacks and apps. Fall is a fun, fun time of year. I love, I love fall. I love summer and I love spring. <laughs> and, and those are my favorite seasons. I love them all for very different reasons. For me, the fall is like when the air just feels so clean, crisp, clear, and lovely. 
lovely the breeze i think one of as i'm saying that out loud one of the biggest things i love about fall is the humidity goes down <laughs> because i'm a curly hair girl and frizz frizz is um one of my best friends that's been with me for my whole life but i don't always love frizz, frizz. so in the summer it's it's a lot um and humidity just apart even from the hair it's just it's one of those things that i'm not a, a huge fan of like that stifling humidity and in the fall it leaves us it leaves us and brings us those beautiful crisp mornings and evenings where you can cozy up with a hoodie and a blanket i have a blanket with me today where i'm sitting i love 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 blankets and love feeling cozy and that is that is what we are entering into now as i'm recording this podcast where i am we are having a bit of a heat wave <laughs> to that but we're still embracing fall um, i'm happy for the sunshine and even though the temperature is a little bit warmer than i would prefer for fall it is gorgeous and beautiful and the air was still as i left my house this morning i was like ooh there it is that little chilly air since we last spoke, we experienced the autumn equinox, which was so fun. I love to really slow down and embrace those changes that the that the earth, that the universe, that our seasons, um, that the sun and all the, the the interchange and interplay of all of those beautiful things that we have in our life and in our in our galaxies, in our universe, give us messages and opportunity to slow down and celebrate. I spent the autumn equinox by myself. I was actually away by myself for a couple of days and it happened to be over the autumn equinox. I was spending time writing more of my book, You've heard me talk about it before and probably a year ago because <laughs> as I looked at my files and what I had already written and the drafts and outlines, it was a year to the day that I had worked on my book last year, which feels, it was, I have mixed emotions about that, right? I love my book. I can't wait to get it done. <laughs> and it's, I have a lot going on in my life. So I have not abandoned the book, but I came back to the book and I had hoped by the end of my little getaway that I would be done, really, really done with the first draft and be giving it to uh, my friend, Laura, who um, uh, offered and volunteered herself to be one of my first readers and just start that process of of what comes next after you have a draft. I it was it takes me a lot longer to do things than I than my mind wants it to take and so I did not finish the entire first draft. So I will be continuing the process, but I will not wait another year <laughs> before I pick it back up. I have not carved out the time yet cuz for me the writing process is it's a love-hate. I don't I don't actually love sitting down and type write, typewriting. I'm saying typewriting. Like I don't use a typewriter, but typing as as my writing. I don't 
it's not one of my favorite things to do. I, um, I think a lot and I have a lot more, as you know, as I'm doing with this podcast, I have a lot more that just comes to me in a speaking way. So what I have been doing over since probably the last year plus a little bit is using what I have when I have a, a, a thought, an idea, or something comes to me and I'm like, oh, this, this, I need to document this, I will speak it. And I have an app that I can speak it into my phone and then it transcribes it for me. So that has been a game changer for me. And that was fun. That is actually how I started the process in the, the last week, the weekend that I was away was... I sit down and I, it's overwhelming to me to actually just sit down and start it. So instead I went on a walk, I took my phone, I talked out some of my ideas, some of the things that I wanted to use to get started, jumping back into the process. And that was really helpful for me. So I did the, I was away for the autumn equinox and I did this amazing live meditation um, workshop with on insight timer the app that i use for my daily meditation and there's so much on there there's courses and there's premium tracks and there's talks and there's just so much opportunity for learning and growth and connection and i had been introduced by my friend jenny blonde the comfy cozy witch who is the owner of the comfy cozy apothecary that i've talked about before and absolutely love a shop that opened just a few months ago, right down the road from, from where I am in my office, excuse me. And Jenny and I have become friends. So it fits in with this episode and a couple of weeks. So the weekend before the equinox, um, I introduced Jenny and my friend, Aaron, who you've met my friend and sister-in-law. So one of my besties, Um, I introduced them and Jenny invited us to meet her the next morning and we did this beautiful walk in a a sacred um, space in a park close to our homes and it was just amazing. We, We took our, we brought our journals, we walked through a labyrinth, we talked about our intentions, we spent time meditating, we pulled cards, we journaled, we walked, we talked, we got to know each other, we shared stories and exchanged information. And as I'm talking, even though this is snacks and apps portion, these are the beautiful, lovely pieces of friendship that when we meet people who we connect with that we just, we have that feeling. I knew as soon as I met Jenny, as soon as I saw her face, walked into her shop and I was like, oh yes, this is going to be a fun friendship. And so these are, these are fun things. And so she had introduced me to a woman on one of her friends, um, Sarah Robinson, who is on the Insight Timer app and offers workshops and beautiful guided meditations. She did a live workshop the the morning of the equinox. So we lit a candle. She talked us through the meaning of it. We did a guided imagery meditation, which was beautiful. I was flying and just um, encouraging us to look back on where we've come from enjoy the now, look to the future, which you know, if you've been here before, welcome back. And you know, that is our, what right in line with our formula dream design deliver of 
really paying attention to our, our right now and being present in our moments, recognizing the impact and power of looking back and learning the lessons and making meaning of those who have come before us and our family and our culture and our ancestors and our history, informing how we move and live and love right now in line with our values, our mission, our vision. And then, of course, moving forward in line with that vision and our dreams come true. And so it was a beautiful, beautiful little getaway. I always have a bit of mixed emotions when I leave my family and, you know, I miss them and we FaceTimed. And so that was fun to stay in connection. But I also truly, truly recognize the importance of spending time by myself. I I cannot write. (laughs) I cannot write this book at home. It just cannot happen. I'm too distracted at my home and with my people. I just want to be with them and I just, I don't want to be writing a book when I'm with them. So I knew that it would be helpful for me to go and take the time away, take time with myself and my, my, my friendship with myself and to be able to be in that space of creativity and and peace and just wonderful wonderfulness. Um, so that has been happening. And other than that, you know, I'm teaching a class. I'm still doing my work. I'm doing the podcast. We have football going on. We are in prime Friday night lights season for my son's football team. My daughter's musical rehearsals are in full effect and things are really, really fun in the fall and it is also a time even though there's a lot going on who as I say that I'm taking a breath and inviting you to do the same that the season does welcome a slowing down right we're very busy in the summer potentially traveling and just being out and about in the sun and, and we love that we love being outside if wherever we are in this world It can be a time for that. And then we transition into this season and it's just a time that helps us embrace the slowing down. I used to fight it and I, in my life earlier, as an earlier adult, I would have like a fall funk. And I I believe truly looking back that, you know, I was, I was doing therapy. I remember doing therapy, my own therapy, uh, receiving therapy and a fall funk was what we talked about as fall would come. And looking back, I realized I put, I had put so much pressure on myself to keep go, go, going in the fall when the, the seasons kind of tell us, yeah, it's, it's a time to get back in the swing of things. It's a time to reestablish routine. Kids go back to school. I was always in school, so so I was also going back to school. And there can be an energy and an excitement about that and a settling in too, right? So it's a shift. And so late August into September can be a, a real time of change for us and a shift and a welcoming of the slowing down, the cooler mornings, the cooler evenings, all the fun celebrations that come with fall and just spending time with family has been so important for me. And and again, as you know, as I've talked about juggling, juggling and finding my rhythm, finding my groove. And I, I know that I've worked hard at that throughout the years to be able to not feel a funk about it anymore 
but to be more intentional about it, to talk about it and to give myself grace and as, as what I have done with the podcast. And so, as you know, from last, from last episode, I moved to releasing an an episode every other week and it feels good so far. So, so far, so good. Let's get into this. Let's get into it. Let's really get into the topic of the day, even though we've talked about it a bit here and there. And as you know me, that then you know that uh, I have an outline and then there are things that as we talk about other things, they just fit together and really highlight the importance of this message today of being your own best friend. Let's take another breath. Let's check in. Do an energy inventory. Shake out those shoulders. This is what I do every time. I'm like moving my shoulders, inviting you to do the same. Notice where you may be carrying some tension, some energy that you can just let go. This morning I had a a little moment where this happens sometimes where my eyes tear. And I'm I'm not consciously crying, but my eyes are tearing. And and I've come to realize, oh, this is my, excuse me, this is my body telling me, Liz, you have some energy to release here. And then I've I've realized, oh, well, let's just do that. (laughs) So I'll just like allow myself to then cry. Um, And so whatever you do, whatever you are learning about yourself as you are with me on this journey of self awareness and discovery and learning and growing and flying do it allow yourself to be here with me in this moment checking in with your body what's happening in your mind what are some thoughts running through the future what ifs or obligations the past what happened what about emotions you may be carrying with you just notice them notice them embrace them and then remember that you can use your breath to come back to this moment coming into your soul checking in with your spirit your energy as you know i talk a lot about healthy relationships and that is one of our specialties here at visionistas by design i encourage and help people to nurture relationships with themselves and with others. And I was having a conversation within the past few weeks where that I've heard many times before. So this is a broad topic of communication and conversation of, I just feel like I give, give, give. And I'm always available. I'm always ready to help my friends. I'm ready to help my family. They, they know I'm available to, to talk and be available for them 24-7. I don't turn my phone off. I keep it right by my bed and I'm always available. And, and they know that. And then I feel like when I need help that I don't get that same reciprocity. And this is a this is something that I hear often in my work. Sometimes I hear it even in my f- family relationships. I can I can say as I'm saying that that there have been times in my life 
previously where I may have, I felt that too. Like, why am I give, give, giving? And, and whether it be one relationship in particular or in general, so think about it that way. It could be one relationship where you're give, 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 giving, and you're not receiving in the same balanced kind of way. Giving time, giving energy, giving love, giving affection, giving gifts, giving support. And one of the things that popped into my mind during this specific conversation was recognizing that when we give, give, give to everyone else, but we do not give that same investment of time and energy to ourselves, we are really doing ourselves an extreme disservice. We are showing ourselves that we don't really matter. We don't, our time, our energy is at the bottom of the list. And as I say that, I, I think back on many, many times that I'm working, especially with women, where I, my hand is in the air because you know I talk with my hands and I'm like using my hand to outline a, a, an imaginary list <laughs> in the air. And I'm like, everybody's up here and my hand will go down and, and then my hand goes all, drops almost to the floor. And, and, it's, and I'm saying, reflecting, reflecting back, you are down here on your list. And I have, it has been one of my, one of my missions, one of my charges over the years to help people recognize the power of moving yourself up on your list of priorities, of energy, of time, attention, investment, of resources and money and emotions and love and all the things that If you're constantly giving, giving, giving to everyone else and not acknowledging that you also need to receive, it feels bad. Oh, it can feel stuck. It can feel lonely and sad. And it's a pattern. So I was reading recently on Psychology Today an article that I'm going to talk a little bit about that. It talked about, are you too flexible? This was, I'll link it in the show notes. (laughs) Are you too flexible in your relationship? It may be a learned behavior that's damaging your well-being. And so it gives this little story of, you know, at the beginning of the article of a woman who, similarly to this conversation that I talked about, is you know, was priding herself on being so flexible and so available and recognized where it it came from, some toxic, not so healthy relationship dynamics in her family of origin. And then over the years, that flexibility was a survival type of mechanism that allowed her to feel comfortable in her family, but over time depletes the energy. Flexibility and and can be can look like People-pleasing can look like being a peacemaker, which is sounds lovely, and I, I myself embrace like loving to help bring peace and help establish peace or reestablish peace in relationships. And it, if overly done, 
to your own detriment can actually do more harm than good for you and for your relationships. If you are constantly, consistently showing up for others, putting others' comfort, others' happiness, others' joy, love, time, energy above your own, just think about that. Think about that, the effects of that. It can feel like burnout. It can feel so lonely. It can feel like resentment. And why isn't anybody caring about me? And it can look like passive aggressive behaviors where passively may um, feel like, oh, this is great. I'm just, I'm always giving and I'm always loving and I'm always helping and I'm always being flexible. And then the aggressiveness happens because the energy is not reciprocated. And so it can be passive aggressive in that um, that aggressive energy needs to come out. There's a lack of balance. There's a lack of respect or felt respect. And so the aggression comes out in other ways that may not be aggression obvious, but it could be something that feels not so great in relationships, whether you're the part of the aggressor, the passive aggressor, or the receiver of it. Become your best friend. Be your best friend. Be one of your best friends. If you're not demonstrating the importance of your own time, energy, and space, if flexibility for you really is a lack of boundaries because you're giving, 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 and not expecting, requesting, or receiving back in a balanced way that same kind of love and energy, then you are communicating that that's that's your standards. If you're not doing that for yourself, making time for yourself, setting boundaries and saying, actually, I'm not available for, um, to help you with that, and that's it. You don't need, you don't know an explanation. <laughs> you just, you're setting boundaries, but you have to set them f- with yourself, right? You have to recognize what are my boundaries? What are my limits? And if you are just kind of not sure how to do that, the first step is really recognizing, looking at what you're doing right now, taking inventory of how much time. Time is one great one because we can measure it. Time, energy, resources that you are investing into your relationship with yourself, your friendship with yourself. Just think about that. Are you? How are you doing that? Are you making yourself, your time, your energy, a priority or are you waiting till the end of the day to hopefully have some time left for yourself and by then you're exhausted and is that really good time something i just started yesterday <laughs> so i'm not sure if, i'm not i'm not sure how if it's going to how it's going to go cuz sometimes i start things and then I'm like eh i don't love it But I decided yesterday I was going to start my week off with a walk by myself without music, 
So a couple of weeks ago, I was reading another article that talked about the power of walking. And we've talked about this before where when we're engaged in an activity that does not require a lot of active thinking, so walking, if, if we're um, able-bodied and able to walk, then we, we recognize we don't have to intentionally tell our body to walk. It does that, right? Like it's, quote, like riding a bike riding a bike or doing something, knitting, crocheting, something that you are, you're very practiced at. You've been doing it for a long time. And so you don't have to actively tell yourself how to do it. And after a time doing an activity like walking or riding a bike, you, you your brain, um, the, that front part of our brain, that, that frontal lobe uh, takes a little break, allows itself to, to give a little bit of time and space and rest. And it allows the other parts of our brain to come alive and and the thinking and the creativity and the ideas flow and also the the thinking planning, right? So you can go back and forth into using that front part of your brain and saying, okay, it's it's the beginning of my week. What do I have today? What's going on? And I really loved it. Again, we'll see how, we'll see how long this lasts. But for me, it was beautiful to do for this week. And I, I, I thought, what a beautiful way to, to start my week. I should, I should try this next week and see how it goes. But this is just an idea, right? You have, to, you have to know what will work for you. And to do that, you have to do some self-exploration and some spending time with yourself. Taking time for yourself as you do your best friend. Think about the qualities that you think about when you hear best friend. Just think about what pops into your mind. Qualities that you love in your best friend or would love in a best friend. I know for me, a couple of the things that I thought of right off the bat were loyalty and kindness respect, honesty, (laughs) honesty is a big one, fun, fun and being funny. The people that I surround myself in my life make me laugh. And it is one of the things that is so important for me because as you know, I can take myself a little bit too seriously sometimes. I love laughing as well. (laughs) I love having fun. And sometimes I really need help with that. And so that's the thing I love about my best friends is that they make me laugh and they they give me feedback and they tell me not to take myself so seriously and they they might tease and poke fun and and those are things that really really help me feel loved and balanced. What are the qualities that you look for in a best friend that you cherish about your best friend, your friends, your friend group? the people who lift you up and support you. You've met some of my very best friends here on the podcast and you've heard about them. And it's it can be difficult when when we're adults to make new friends whether we are I you know in a space where we live close to our best friends that's wonderful. And I don't live close to all of my best friends. I have my best friends are spread far and wide across the country, and I miss them. And what's lovely is to be able to have friendships that are built on trust and safety and respect and loyalty and shared 
values, shared, yes, shared values. You know, you hear me talk about that all the time. Building relationships on those things that overlap and make us have fun together and enjoy each other's company and then nurturing the things that are different and complementary. As I'm talking, I'm picturing my the fun love formula that you can find on our website on the, the page that's all about love on drliz.com and just recognizing that when we're talking about relationships, we're talking about friendships, we're talking as well about the relationship with ourselves. So be your own best friend. Make time for your relationship with yourself. It doesn't have to be an extravagant kind of thing. It can be 10 minutes, five minutes. If you only have five, take five minutes today. Go sit outside, sit in the grass, feel the earth beneath you. Look at the sun, stand in the sun. (laughs) Stand in the sun, feel the glow of the beauty of the sun on your face or rain. If it's raining where you are, feel the power of what the world gives to us, what nature, mother nature gives to us. Take time for yourself. Take time for your friendship with yourself. Get to know yourself. Have a date with yourself. Whether you have it for five minutes or two days, (laughs) a two-day getaway, take time to be your own best friend. As you do that, you you will be able to grow in your self-awareness, grow in your confidence, help that helps to set boundaries so that you are having healthy relationship exchanges with others as well. Um, a couple of the tips that the article mentioned was set boundaries in advance with your within your your relationships. Distinguish between being receptive versus passive. So actually be actively receiving of energy in your relationships rather than passively accepting whatever someone else has to give you, right? So you can think about it in, in your relationship with yourself. If you're putting yourself on the bottom of your list, then it's very likely that other people are putting you on the bottom of their list. I'm going to say that again. If you are consistently putting yourself at the bottom of your list, you are modeling that behavior for the people that you are in relationship with and they're putting you on the bottom of their list as well. Be assertive, not acquiescent. That is one of the last of these main tips in the article. Acquiesce, meaning that kind of an extreme form of flexibility, accepting, complying, submitting passively without recognizing that that, that it can be dangerous, right? And again, we're talking about overly doing it, consistently doing it. Sometimes is it, can it be beneficial to acquiesce? Absolutely. But if it's out of balance, it's not healthy. So being, rather than being acquiescent, recognizing what 
recognizing what are the things that I need? What are the things that I want to receive in an energetic way in relationships? And once you know, then you can ask for them. Then you can have a conversation with someone that you love and say, here's what I'm, I'm really needing this from you today. Can you sit down with me while I fill out this form because I hate filling out forms. That is an example I did last week. Um, and it's, it's just, I just needed someone to sit by me. I, that's all. I just needed the, the, the love and support of someone sitting by me while I filled out a form, uh, forms. And so I know that about myself because I've spent time learning about myself and then using that knowledge to help myself in my relationship with myself and to get that energy and reciprocity and love and respect and give and take and ebb and flow in relationships as well. Okay, that's it. That's it, being your best friend. Try this. I invite you, encourage you, challenge you to take one of these ideas that you heard, whether it was an explicit go stand in the sun idea or something more implicit that you may have heard here or that might have come to you as you were listening. Maybe an idea popped into your mind. I encourage you to take action today in your relationships, in your relationship with yourself, in your relationship with others. Before we go, I must, must, must tell you about this exciting thing that is happening this week, this month, the, the A New You program, which you've heard about here before in episode 132 when I was chatting with VT member Vicki Alersha. Her A New You program is, is here. And this program, in a similar way as what we're talking about today, is for people who have recognized some kind of history in relationships that were unhealthy, toxic, abusive, narcissistic abuse, toxicity, unhealthy patterns in relationships. Sometimes in relationships, like the woman in this article, we engage in in certain activities for survival, whether that's being passive or acquiescing because it's people-pleasing, because it has to be done to survive, especially in that early childhood family dynamic kind of way. Children learn some of these patterns, and then if they're never unlearned or addressed in in a therapy or counseling or some kind of nurturing practice, they can continue into new relationships, friendships, romantic partnerships, romantic relationships, co-working relationships, all the different places that we relate with people and can get in the way of healthy, meaningful connection. And Vicki has a program to help people who have left that type of situation and are looking for support Um, There are a couple of different options. There's a lesson. There's an opportunity for group coaching. There's an opportunity for one-on-one coaching with Vicki all around this. I will link that in the show notes, but you can find that on our website, visionistasbydesign.com and on drliz.com slash anuyu. Again, I will link that in the show notes. So the first group call, excuse me, the first group call is happening 
October 11th. So if you are hearing this you know, within the first week, you have time to make it to that first call. There will be a monthly group call. Um, so you'll have time if not hearing it in October, you'll have time for the, the upcoming months. Um, but check that program out. And if you are looking for support and validation and just connection with other people who, who have been there and have are healing and growing and healing and growing and flying as well, check out the Anu You program. I am so, so honored and grateful to be in connection with Vicki. She joined the Visionistas team two years ago and she does amazing, amazing things. And I'm so, so happy to share her program with you. And so check that out. And again, do something for yourself today. Do something that helps you be your own best friend. Be available for yourself. Move yourself to the top of your list. You will be better for it. Your friends, your family, your relationships with others will be strengthened and will grow as a result of your intentional efforts to be one of your own very best friends. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here with me today. I appreciate so much your support. Thank you for sharing this podcast, sharing the love. I invite you to send it to someone that you love and share the love, spread the power. I cannot wait to connect with you again. Take care. Thank you for connecting on this episode of the podcast, Empowered by Design. For further connection, subscribe to my email list at drliz.com to be sure that you are in the loop for exciting news, events, and resources. You can also follow me on social media at Dr. Liz and at Visionistas by Design. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and send this episode to one of your people in order to share the love, spread the power. This podcast is designed to inspire, educate, and empower you to pursue your dreams with intentional vision. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute for psychological treatment or a working relationship with a licensed mental health professional. For more information on connecting with mental health resources in your area, visit drliz.com and click on resources. Thank you again for connecting. And remember, trust the heart, work your vision, dream, design, deliver.